What's up, gang? I'm Chuck Pino. You can find me on Facebook, that name, Instagram on that name. You can find me on Twi Twitter, at Chucky Pin. You can find my Chuck's Raw Reviews on YouTube. Um, you can find my publishing wing, Bonfire Press, on uh, Facebook. And, of course, you can find uh, my works such as Welcome to the Void, Belial, which recently just left uh, Kickstarter, issue two, and Essence House, which is not only a hit audio drama, but now a novel that is on Kickstarter with only two days left to go. Tier, what about you, homie? Oh, man. So Tyrone Jackson, a.k.a. Tier. I am the owner, creator, editor-in-chief of Sovereign Comics. Um, you can find me on Facebook at Sovereign Comics. You can find me on Instagram at Sovereign Comics, Twitter. I got a TikTok that I'm used for promoting. <laughs> I figured out a way to make it work <laughs> for comics. Um, I also have my my uh, own website, www.sovereigncomics.com. Um, you can get to my shop through there. You can also get to, get to my shop through the links in the bio. Um, uh, not only that, I am also the editor for this title from Millennial Comics called Delta Dogs. I'm the editor and the letterer for that. Um, I am also the um, previous associate editor for Beautiful Soldiers. Um, I pretty much stepped down from that position to fully work on um, getting my stuff out since the ball really started rolling even faster. Um, but LaShawn and I are still, we're still close friends um, and still work together. But uh, yeah. Hello, Wendy. But yeah, that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> I don't have a long intro re like ready to go. <laughs> like these guys just no like, one's gonna no one's gonna here's do my that. arm length intro, and I'm like, hmm. No. It's my resume. It's my resume. Need you don't understand. <laughs> we're 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 dudes. We often get judged by our length. No one's gonna judge you by your length. No, you're fine. You're fine. We're 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 happy with whatever a female will give us. So go right on ahead. All right. Well, I am Katrina Ropes. Um, I am an editor and proofreader uh, under Cat Scratch Press, which is my business. Uh, you can find us at catscratchpress.com. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch. I'm, I'm a lot of places. Um, I am also an author. I uh, currently have Tales from the Toy Store out with two uh, second book finished and third book in progress. Wow. <laughs> if you guys want to put all your links in the comments, you can totally do that. Definitely. So you said you didn't have a long one. You, you had a long one. You got a resume. <laughs> I, I, got, I, got, I got a little something. <laughs> I'm just Greg. Just Greg. Sometimes it's nice to be just someone, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this is the panel for editing comics. Um, yeah, that's. I, yeah. Jeez. Um, I didn't think editor was uh, important in the beginning of all of this, and then I learned it's like very important. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's one of the uh, first things whenever I started off other than writing that I really tried to, to practice on was editing. But of course, you know, it's different from editing your stories to editing your comics. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like it's a totally different beast so like of course i was editing my stories and going through everything and uh looking at spelling and stuff like that but of course when i got to the comics and when i first did, did my you know my very first comic i realized that the editing had to go into 
panel count for for each page and you know page count and dialogue and so many different things that I that I started bringing into it and I'm like oh man okay there's more to just editing the story <laughs> you know you have to you know edit so many different things and um, one of the big things for me with editing one of the things that I actually had to really really practice with in the beginning was panels and uh, uh, dialogue because and that's something that I usually point out now whenever I work with individuals is their dialogue and I tell them to you know, say say more with less, pretty much, because you know some people like to do the paragraph dialogues and stuff. And that, that used to be me. Comment. Yeah, mm-hmm. it used to be me too. It used to be me too. And and that was one thing that I learned. Like, yeah, I had to say more with less. So I broke out the trusty thesaurus <laughs> and everything else. You know, to learn how to say. You know, instead of saying that sentence, that whole you know seven word sentence, you can break it down into three words or break it down into four words. You know. Um, so that was one thing that I had to learn. That's one thing that I tell people, you know, say more with less. Like it's okay if 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 the character doesn't give a monologue, you know. Um now if it's that character and that's the type of person that they are, then I get it. But not every character should be giving a Shakespearean monologue whenever whenever they step into a panel. Well, um, and and sometimes <laughs> you don't even need dialogue. Sometimes yeah. you could just be like uh Stacy gives Frank the side eye. And you're like, yeah. yeah, that's all you needed, and mm-hmm. and that's something we need to remind ourselves is, yeah, like yes, it they, is. <laughs> they're there to do part of that. They're an extension of mm-hmm. the writer, so utilize that. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Uh, like those actions, like getting getting artists that know how to draw those 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 body movements, and then, like you said, the side eye. And like you said, you don't even have to do dialogue. Like if the character says something crazy in the last panel, and then you have like you know. The, the you know the the co the co star of that comic and they just kind of look at him like that says enough <laughs> like you know right off the bat like okay they said something they weren't supposed to say you know without without <laughs> going there you know uh, so, that, so say, that's perfect I just say Mike spelling being your enemy is why people like me have jobs <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly Pro- proofreading uh, is really a lot more of what I do with comics I do some but. I'm more of a story development editor versus a how many panels editor. If it comes down to you looking for somebody, somebody, how many panels something should be, I send them to Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a tricky one too, you know, because like of course you know they have all the different things out there, like oh you only want to do four panels or six panels or never do more than eight. But that's the tricky part too. Like, um, and the way I started looking at it was telling a. In a sense, kind of telling a mini story on each page mm-hmm. to to tell the full story, you know. So and that started helping me with my panel count because I remember sometimes, like now after the book was drawn, I go back and look at it. And I'm like, oh man, maybe I didn't have to put seven panels here. I could have put five and carry two of those other panels over to the to the next page because they actually go better with the panels that are on that next page. And that next page might have three panels, you know. Um, and that was something that I started figuring out, something I started learning. And that's another reason why, like, with my artists, I kind of, um, well, I, tr- I trust my artists. I've been working with my artists since 2016. And um, I-, I trust them to make decisions like that. Like, there's been times where he'll be like, I, I don't think this needs that many panels, you know, at- when I was learning. Um, or he'll say, you know, I think it should have an extra panel. And then I'll add that and we'll go from there and things like that. So, Yeah. Well, and I think it's also really important to remember that things happen between the panels. 
and we need to understand what happens between the panels so that um, you you can you can continue that story without having to bog it down with every single detail. You know, rather than having to show someone drop the spoon, you mm -hmm. can have them with the spoon and then have the the hand open and the spoon down or the lines mm -hmm. showing that that it had been dropped. And then we don't have to go through every little bit of it. Mm -hmm. There is a story that happens between the the panels, and as long as it's acutely we're all acutely aware of it, we can move on and not have to worry about it. So a lot of people try to bog down their pages, trying to show everything. And it's mm -hmm. like, that is shit that you can show between panels. Yep. And, and that, that can just be shown with, with little, little changes to the, the art and small little things. So, yeah. Like, even if you think about animation, like now they have different parts of animation. I forget what it's, what it's called. Cause I, took my animation classes a long time ago, but you know, you can have the starting point and the finishing starting point, middle point, finishing point. And then there's a way you can build the rest of them, all the in-betweens. So if you think about that with your panels too, like you just said with the spoon, you know, they have the spoon, they're eating. And then all of a sudden the next panel, the hands open and the spoon is either not there or it's, you know, um, you see like the tail of it down at the bottom of the panel. Um, and that helps too. And also you can tell those, those things that happen with those panels instead of doing every panel, like, you know, they have the spoon and then you do four panels to show the spoon falling <laughs> to the floor. Yeah. <laughs> instead of doing that, you could even do action words where it's like cooking and you're like, Oh, they dropped. The yeah. Spoon. Yeah. Or, totally. You know, um, or, or dialogue or someone's the next panel pops up and the friends look like, Hey, you dropped your spoon. Everything. Okay. You know, there's yeah. ways that you can go around that. So you don't have to put, you know, be like me and putting seven panels on when I first started putting seven panels on a page. And those are the things that I learned going through editing. And I started even with that in that same mantra that I say, you know, say more with less, even with that is the same thing with the, with those, with the panel count too. You could say yeah. more with less um, if it's needed. You know, sometimes you have to, you might have to squeeze out a little more, you know, to, to adequately tell, you know, what's going on. Yeah. Um, the, I would, say for for trisha's comment there i would actually say more is more yeah. um let give us a lot so that we can cut it down mm -hmm. but if you don't give us enough then you've got to start tacking stuff on and throwing it yeah. on it's better for you to almost do a whole book of nine panels and then we can just chop 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 and and bring it down exactly um even even with the writing like um the Delta Talks when I'm working on like he he'll ask me um can we, can you chop down this dialogue and he'll come to me with that longer dialogue and I'm glad that he does because then I can read it see exactly what was on his mind and like okay this is how I can chop it down now we just took you know 14 words and made mm -hmm. it you know seven and, and it works out you know and so yeah when you're writing the roughs yeah. I, if you have, I would say what most editors, at least, I don't know, I'm speaking for myself and Chuck said the same thing. I'm pretty sure that this might be right for Katrina too because she shook her head. Yes. Come to us with more <laughs> so we can chop it down and make it better. But you can't be afraid for us to chop it down either. Um, yeah. Because like we can't, that I want we can't put words in your mouth. Like exactly. we, I think, and, and I know Katrina and I have had this conversation many times. We, we're not going to tell you what to say. Mm -hmm. That's not our place. That's, that's what a writer does. So for us, we're going to tell you maybe what not to say, or 
in the case of you giving us a rough with not a lot of stuff there, we'll, we'll be like, you need to flesh this out. There needs to be more here. Mm -hmm. And usually that's going to be all we give you. Or we might say, you know, I would talk a little bit more about this subject or that subject, you know, flesh out this part. But that's all you're really getting from you, from us. Yeah. We're usually not going to put words into into your mouth. Katrina, what do you think? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't <laughs> – I look at it differently, uh, slightly. If I'm a proofreader, that's what you're getting. Mm -hmm. You're going to get my grammatical corrections. You're going to get, you know, you know, we don't use semicolons in com in comics. So you're going to get that kind of stuff. If I'm fully editing, I may make a suggestion, but I'm not rewriting your comic. <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there, yeah, there might I may, be some I may, suggestions. I but... may be like, uh, you know, that if if you've got vary anything there's usually a word for that you know um writers are yes men editors are no men <laughs> i, I kind of yeah well for me in his case um because <laughs> I, I i have a lot and then he's like we're not doing this and i was like all right <laughs> no we're not doing that <laughs> yeah which i love that he goes nope and you go yeah okay all right <laughs> okay i can tell that in like seven stories in the future I'll just, another, yeah i'll just put that in the in the side bin we'll be back yeah and that's another thing with the editing too like um i don't know how far out you've all have edited issues and stuff like that but that continuity you know it's yep. up to the writer to keep it but it's up to the editor to check that and you know we've we all read comics and you know sometimes we'll we'll see that we're like oh oh somebody dropped the ball somebody somebody missed yeah. something right here you know this isn't you know, this isn't making sense, you know, because the continuity doesn't. Now, like what Chuck and I were talking about in the other panel, when we were talking about character and world building. Now, if if it's supposed to change, mention that. And usually as an editor, I'll catch that like, hey, was this supposed to change? And then if the writer's like, oh, oh, no, that wasn't. I, f I forgot this. And, you know, they'll give it to, oh, okay, there we go. All right, now we're back in. Or if they say, yeah, then I'm like, well, tell me what happened that made it change <laughs> you know, like, like that's supposed to be in there you know so that the so that the reader knows uh what's going I mean, on and, and they don't feel lost and i think i mentioned that in the last panel too mm -hmm. one of the biggest things that especially like the de developmental editor will do is to ask why yeah why is this here why are you doing that like we need to understand the motivations we need to, because if we understand it hopefully the reader will understand it mm -hmm. and that and that's huge so as an editor the biggest thing you can do is question everything why are you doing this why are we doing that you know um i really wanted to color it like this why yeah well because it looks cool that's not good enough give me a better mm -hmm. answer or don't <laughs> fucking do it like one yeah. or the other exactly especially like if it if that panel doesn't call for it you know um mm. like i've seen people where they'll want to put reds in the background and, I, and this isn't the individuals that I've worked with, but other individuals, you know, where they'll tell the colors to put reds in the background when an area where it doesn't need that, you know, like it's a calm area and they're like, oh, red in the background. I'm like, no, no, now you're, you're, you're exciting people now. They're thinking something's going on. Not unless it's an apocalypse. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And then if it's an apocalypse, yeah, that's totally different. You know, like, but, this is supposed to be soothing. Yeah. I don't want to be seeing. Yeah, yeah, those I colors. Want reds and, and colors that are going to excite me. Like if they're sitting there having a conversation now, if they now if they're having a conversation talking about how they're going to destroy somebody, and you know you see it on their face, then I can see a gradient of a red because you see them getting angrier and angrier. But other than that, you know, it's like those. 
um, in the editing part too, like working with the colorists and stuff, and working with the the um, the, the writer and, and making sure that they meld and get everything correct that they are trying to portray. Um, but uh, editing is short; it's hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true story, man. <laughs> it's um, it's fun, but it can be hard. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I did a book um, a while ago where the uh, main character got this kind of tribal tattoo type thing mm -hmm. from something that had happened to her. And yet the rest of the art, like I would say 75% of the art mm -hmm. didn't include the tattoo. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, oh, um, is there a reason why she suddenly doesn't have it? Yeah. yeah. You know, that's kind of a permanent <laughs> thing. And, uh, I didn't want like, to draw it all the time. Then you yeah, shouldn't have given right, it to her. He, he, exactly. he legitimately kind of said, he goes, I just forgot. <laughs> I was like, so, pay attention. So there, speaking, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead, Chuck. Well, no, it's just, there. there's really intelligent uh, shows and stuff that have done things like that. Things like Archer. Archer mm -hmm. has oh. a tattoo on, on, on his back. He's always wearing uh, suits and whatnot. And then every once in a while, he takes his clothes off. And you see that on on his back, and you're like, "Oh, that's right," you yeah. know. And it, it takes you back to that. So if you're gonna do a tattoo like that, put it in a spot on them where it's covered most of the time. That right. way, when it's uncovered, we're like, "Oh, that person's fucking brilliant because they remembered it." Exactly. Right. That's that. That's that continuity thing. Um, Absolutely. You know, up with it. But I have a question though. Like, how how many of you have actually seen something like that and then suggested a way to make it creative? Like with that with that tribal tattoo, for instance. Um, like, if it's all of a sudden it's not there, and you're like, okay, so are you going to draw it, or do you want to make it a magical tribal tattoo? And now all of a sudden, it's like, is is only there? Uh, well, in, in, parts, in this particular know? case, it was mm -hmm. a, a kind of a, the moment that she got. It was kind of a key moment in the story. Mm -hmm. So she needed to keep it. So she needed to keep it. Yeah. So <laughs> she needed so to keep it. Right and so I just, I just, so when I went through giving notes, I was just like, you know, it's not here. It's mm -hmm. not here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, put it back. That makes so. sense. Like, yeah. it, I guess in those key moments like that, you, it will need to be there. But I don't know. Like, there's been some. Uh, well, you know, Wendy, mm -hmm. I, I think I know your editor, and I don't know that I would listen. I'm just saying. <laughs> 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 well, it was like weeks later, and I'm like, you don't need to worry about that. Like, we, it's been a while. You don't need to, you know, we don't need to see the scars necessarily. Things heal up. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think in my first issue of Ink, uh, I think the key tattoo, which is like this most important tattoo, um, is on a different arm at one point. When I was like, oh, yeah, I, see no. I was like, shit. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, he's got to make sure not to do that next time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. All that I didn't see him. I was like, oh, okay. I understand. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> you know, I, every, every once in a while in those edits, things do slip through the cracks. And then you're like, ah, issue yeah. two. I got to fix well, that issue two. I got to make well, that work. <laughs> yeah, last year I was more excited because my start, my uh, mm -hmm. writing came to life finally on like pages. So I was like, oh. That's awesome. But like now I'm like a little more strict and Dylan is definitely strict. He's like, yeah, why is that person's face like that? Like, yeah. supposed to be like angry or what, what you're saying makes sense though. It, Cause like yeah. I know when I started and I finally started seeing my writing get drawn and then get colored and then it was time for me to letter, you're you're geeking out. You're like, oh my God, mm -hmm. I'm doing it, I'm doing it. So you mm -hmm. 
practice those things, which is why it's important. That's why I try to learn editing as much as I can, but it's important that, especially if you're on your first one, find an editor that, yeah. that, that is good. That's going to catch those things and kind of help you, mm-hmm. you know, stay, stay uh, reined in because when you're geeking out, <laughs> you're going to miss, you're going to miss so much stuff. And that's how I was. Yeah. Here. And when I get the print back, I'll look at it, I'm like, how the hell did I let that go? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like you try to you know you try to either fix it in the reprint or you know just all right i'm gonna let it slide and make sure it does it's not like that issue too. yeah i don't I, know who who wants to field travis's question there uh that person doesn't exist so i've never had that issue and i've i've worked with travis before so it's definitely not travis <laughs> <laughs> you know, there are some people out there who think that like oh, i can do everything i don't need an editor okay. you know you know those books when you see them i didn't i didn't know how much a letterer was last mm-hmm. year until i actually like travis is like use jerome and i was like okay um but i had dylan do it and i was like so i'm gonna use jerome now yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's like yeah you should do that Lettering is an important thing too, because um, yep. I, I letter my comics, and that's another thing that I, I studied up on. Um, yeah, and I studied letters in Marvel, DC, and, and, and stuff like that. Because a lot of people think it's just throwing words in a word balloon, <laughs> and it's not. It really isn't. The first book I I, I lettered that was mine was freaking horrific. Because you're trying to find the right font size, you're trying to find the right yeah. font, you know. Because you don't want to be the one using Comic Sans, which I have seen <laughs> in, in some in some indie books. I'm like, is that is that is that Comic Sans? Well, it's a it comic says, book. It says comic right in the name. It's perfect. But no, no, you don't want to use no. There's there's so many um you know comic yeah. fonts that you can use that doesn't have. Well, sand. and then. You got like the crossbar eye rule, and you've yep. got you know, like how far away from the the um, bubble the the words should be, and how much separation there should be between the word, you know, between one line that, of dialogue and the next line, and yep. not putting words across the lines of the bubble. Yep. Oh my gosh, yeah. Or or putting tails directly in people's mouths, or or part of the bubble over someone's fucking face. Covering, yeah, man. covering the art. Like uh, there's, a, I've seen some books where major pieces of the art were covered, and like they'll say something <laughs> in the panel, and you're like, I didn't see that in the other panel. <laughs> you know, because the word covered it. You know, um, and and on top of that, like um, crossing tails. Or here's a pet peeve of mine too. You have two people talking, right? Of course, but the first person's who talks bubble is down here, and the second convers- second part of that conversation is up here. Naturally, oh, yeah. left to right, top to bottom, so it should be like that, you yeah. know. But I have mm-hmm. where people would do that, and they'll say, "Oh, well, it was more space there." Then you probably should, I don't know, rearrange the. Well, that's where it comes in. You should have either rearranged who said what, or you should have said less with more if the person who initiated it initiated that conversation and they had a paragraph you probably should have condensed that well, so that they could have a bubble yeah I, I don't think people realize how important a good letterer is mm-hmm. yeah. uh, for that reason i mean i've picked up comics and i've read them and i've gone what is the flow of this conversation you know where where am i supposed to start this because if i start it where my brain and eyes naturally go it makes no sense whatsoever yeah, uh, when Dylan lettered, lettered our first issue of Seer Chronicles, 
the one criticism that we kept getting was, so like who letter? And I was like, well, it says in the first page, it was Dylan. They're like, yeah, you should get a letter. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Cause I was trying to read this one conversation that is now not in the uh, remastered version. And it's a cop talking to this other character and it's going back and forth, but like the bubbles are like just, just kind of smushed together. Cause mm -hmm. no. fit it. Yeah, it was bad. I think that's probably. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Katrina. Uh, nope, I think Chuck was going to say something. I was just going to say real quick. The the thing about it is, is that that's why I think it's so important to have the dialogue down in your script, um, so that the artist understands how much dialogue is going to be there and who says what and when. So um, because of that, then they can draw around that, and you know, often you'll see in roughs, they'll rough it out, and then they'll have little uh, balloons. To, to dictate where you would thus put it. Did you just have an apocalypse at your house here? Holy shit. Yeah, uh, drop a nuke. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking fallout all over there. Um, it's bright outside. <laughs> and I'm just wondering if Greg brought enough for everyone here. Right? What is the <laughs> invisible Z method? I, I'm, uh, guessing, I'm guessing none of us use it because we don't know what it is. Yeah. Put that in the next comment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let us know it. We might maybe, do it and not maybe. know that that's what it's yeah. called. But there's there's exactly. a name for it. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that is. See, he's pulling us out. He's like, I'm going to test your editing skills. He's like, <laughs> do these guys really know anything? They really know anything. They'll know the Invisible Z. Don't hire them. They don't use Invisible Z. Oh. <laughs> One of my favorite stories about editing is a uh, an artist was tasked to write and and draw a whole book, and he's not normally a writer, so he got in touch with me and he said, "Could you could you edit this?" And I'm like, "Yeah, absolutely, I can help you out, man." So it was his first real script, having to write it and stuff, and so he wrote it out, and I sent him messages, and you know, I, I sent him all my notes, oh, and. Okay. I know what he's talking about. Panel. Panel. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. There's a guy, uh, Blackfly Press, oh, and he actually shows that. I don't know yeah. if it's in one of you the can, You can do that with the word balloons, too, um, which yeah. I use it heavily to help guide the um, the reader's eye across things. So, like, if I want them to see mm. certain parts of the art, or if I want it, like, let's say you have the character and the character is going into a. Um, you know, like 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 a shocked stage or something like that. I'll use the word balloons to kind of guide you across that to lead you to that character as they're you know looking shocked and stuff. But yeah, okay, Invisible Z. Yeah, I do it. I, I'm okay. pretty sure I'll probably do it too. <laughs> that's it's, what that's it's, it's, it's just so invisible that we don't even realize. Yeah, don't even realize. Right. It's not there. We do it naturally. I tried. I tried searching on Google. Call it the natural Z, Travis. There you go. It's the natural Z. <laughs> but. But yeah, the, the artist, he'd, he'd written the script and I'm going over it. And I was like, okay, so your big problem is actually pages five and six. You have a double page spread here. And he's like, I don't see what the problem is. And I'm like, they're the same piece of paper. So here's five, here's six. And he's like, oh shit. And I'm like, yeah, the turn pages are the odd pages. It has to be six and seven or um or four and five and he's like oh shit i'm like yeah yeah those are the same pieces of paper you can't do a double page spread there and so he was like it was so cool seeing that light bulb go off he's like i never i just thought i could write them wherever and i'm like yeah it doesn't work like that and so it's it's fun it's something that we have to do where like often i'll be like i'll kind of hold open my hands and i'm imagining 
mm-hmm. you know, seeing these two pages and what would this look like? What does the turn look like on that page? And so you kind of have to picture it in a way that the writer might not because we have to see that page in our mind's eye yeah. and really understand, you know? And so I'm very big on the importance of turn pages as um, mini cliffhangers mm-hmm. and getting people mm-hmm. to constantly want to turn that page. And the, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's very important. I, I treat it as what I'll always tell them is those turn pages are like commercial breaks. A commercial break has to fucking hit, hook you so that you're willing to deal with three minutes of shitty advertising and still be there when they come back with the rest of that story. And so those turn pages have to hook them enough that they're willing to flip the page and keep going. Because anytime you allow your writer, your reader to stop or make them feel like they have to go back and reread something, there's a good chance you lost them. And yeah. so give them no chance to go back and read or no chance to want to stop moving forward mm-hmm. until the very end. Then let them, then of course they can go back and they can reread and they can scrutinize and do all that stuff. We all want that. But mm-hmm. on that first read through, they should just zip go. through it and just be super excited and feel the flow and just mm-hmm. want to keep moving. And so if we've done our work right, their page, their eyes go exactly down the page. They pick up everything that's important they move on and then they'll come back and they'll find all those cool little intricate details and all those neat little things that uh, uh, Easter eggs and stuff that people might have written or drawn or whatever in there. There you go, Chuck. Got a compliment from Wendy. That's it, right? That's my girl. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's the cool stuff. That turn page really, really matters. And and like you said, another thing that I use to kind of, as I'm editing and I'm working with folks is, writers and i'm also you know working with myself as since i'm a writer is 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 the dialogue too because like if you can keep engaging dialogue that'll keep them flowing through it also mm-hmm. and that's one thing that i learned like everybody will come back well, oh man your dialogue is amazing it's like well i want you to not get bored you know i don't want you to get tired of a character when they go to talk like i wish this character would shut the hell up you know <laughs> like i don't want you to think <laughs> you're like unless i want that to be the character because i do have a character and i really and, and Greg probably, because he just read Temple High, so he probably knows the exact character that I'm talking about. And everybody came back and said the same thing. They were like, I hate her. Yep. I wish she would shut the hell up. And, <laughs> and I was like, that's what I wanted. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's, that's what I wanted you to <laughs> You know, so if you felt that, that means that I did her dialogue. I edited her dialogue correctly. I, um, as far as like her being in pages, I put her exactly where she needed to be at to where it would aggravate you, you know, and, um, and, and even with the patients, like even with some of the stuff she said off panel, you know, um, that's a tricky one too. How do y'all deal with off panel, off panel, uh, dialogue? Like, do y'all enjoy it or do you tell your writers, not to really use it too much, I, or I use it. You use it I'm not an editor, so <laughs> <laughs> I use it too. I use it too with certain things, like like it's if like, I want something to be said that's funny, like how she was like, you know, tell him to stop looking at her because even though she did all this stuff to try to elevate herself, she pretty much just slammed herself in the ground in the process because other things came out. So I did that little off the panel thing to kind of add a snicker. But I do know that a lot of people, and I've talked to other editors, where they're like, "Oh, I hate." I hate off mm-hmm. dialogue, you know. No, Katrina, I, I'm good with it, um, mm-hmm. as long as it's not overused. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, you can't constantly have a character off panel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, feel like a, I only do it a couple times, yeah. I think, yeah. in my story. You know, I, I think, because I think I look at it kind of like comics mirroring real life. Mm-hmm. I've had conversations with somebody who's in the next room. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're yeah. off panel. Mm-hmm. Very true. Yeah. Well, know, but I don't tend to have entire conversations <laughs> that way. Right. You know, we tend to move into the same space and, you know. You eventually get that. I can't hear you. Get over here. <laughs> Would you just come in here and stop yelling at me from across the house? 